joins us now as he is covering the SEC spring meetings in Destin. Jimmy, we appreciate you uh, taking some time on uh, a busy day number two. And uh, you did have a chance to talk to Rick Barnes. He knew that this was coming, that Jordan was going to stay in the draft. But uh, it'll be right. a new look Tennessee basketball team next year, won't it? Well, it will be. Uh, and in fact, Barnes had said in an interview we had uh, a while back that he anticipated when Bones said he was going pro, he was staying. Now, you can actually hire an agent, but the restrictions on what you can do with the agent. If the agent starts buying you a car or paying for you to do this or that, then you're gone. Uh, if you hire an agent and only get advice, then that's okay. And that's kind of what Grant Williams did. So there's a difference in the level of what your agent is. But uh, I, Jordan, I, I thought that Jordan Bone was going all along. And part of that was based on what Rick Barnes had said. And there had been a little contact between Barnes and Bone. So that's just the final straw. And I'm, I'm not surprised at all uh, that uh, Bone is staying in the draft. Now, Jimmy, you know, Josh and I were kind of talking about it earlier in hour number one and uh, trying to figure out where they'll, what direction they'll go in uh, with that scholarship that they'll have available now that Jordan is uh, most likely headed uh, for a pro career. Um, do you think that they try and go out and get another guard, or do you think they'll try to maybe uh, go after a big man to, to get some more scoring in the paint? Yeah, it's interesting. When we talked to Rick Barnes yesterday, he did not uh, play his hand on that one. But the thing is, next year, Tennessee guard is going to be pretty good. The problem is, Bone and Turner, Bowden and Turner are seniors. So you need to replace them. And guess what? Josiah James might be one and done. So I, I actually think that they're going to they're gonna go for the, the best player they can find. But my guess is they might look to get another point guard because they'll need that for down the road. Uh, and, and next year, they need to have the transfer from Arizona State come through. They need Burns to come through. They need Fulkerson to come through. Maybe somebody else, that can't. So I, I think that just numbers-wise, when you look at it, I think they're going to probably look more at a point guard. Jimmy, uh, day number two with the spring meetings, is there a, a talking point that has stood out as, as the biggest so far or anything that's developed today so far in conversations you've been around? There's been a lot more talk about uh, paying the uh, players uh, for their likeness and image. I just got the, a kick out of the quote from Pruitt last night when I asked him, how much money would you have made? And he said, I'd be broke if I got paid <laughs> my likeness and image when I was in college. But uh, uh, Greg Byrne, athletic director at, at Alabama, said, you know, it's hard to find a model. It's hard to find the right way to do it. I think Muschamp said, just pay him a flat fee across the board. Well, how much is that going to be? And then what do you do with Olympic sports? That was also brought up. Are you only going to pay those that the uh, players in sports who make money? So I, I don't know that there's a model out there that they feel good about. Greg Sankey made it clear last night that he had testified years ago in the O'Bannon case uh, when he, before he was a commissioner, and, and he says, look, you've you got to realize it's an institution first. And, and that's something that Scott Strickland at Florida mentioned, that this is a university, when, and if, if somebody wants to start a league and start paying football players that are 18, 19, 20 years old and men's basketball players, fine. They can do that. But he says as long as you're an institution, it's kind of a slippery slope. So I, I don't think the SEC is going to come out endorsing anything, but I do think they're going to wait and see what the NCAA's panel group comes out with in terms of what, what they see and, and perhaps something that would be operable to help the, the student-athlete. I, I would be in favor of increasing the cost of attendance, but I do have great concerns about seeing a model that I think works in college. I, I'm not opposed to paying players or giving them something additional. I just need to see something that I think is workable. And so far, I haven't seen that. 
Yeah, I think people are being short-sighted if they're not working on this very diligently. I mean, I honestly think that this is one of the biggest issues surrounding all of college sports, especially when you look at the social media aspects and components. Uh, you know, a, a Ronaldo Woolridge comes to mind. Jimmy, that's a guy that he could have had a YouTube channel and, and put his, his rap songs on there and, and with as many hits as he could have gotten. I mean, he would have been making money. I mean, they're, they're just going to have to really get their head out of the sand, in my opinion, and start working on a feasible how can we compensate these players with modern uh, with uh, the access to modern technology that's available well see and i think that that you should be okay to do that uh what you're talking about with woolridge for example uh many years ago you might remember bo jackson this goes back 30 something years he was a minor league baseball player he was making money playing baseball but he was still an amateur in football right so he could still play football so I don't know that it, it should have or could have affected Woolridge. You can you can get paid for doing things. Uh, and for example, as I gave for Bo Jackson, you can be a pro in one sport and an amateur in the other and play college football as an amateur, right? So that is out there. And there shouldn't be any reason that somebody like Woolridge couldn't have made money. I don't know that he couldn't have. Do, do we know that? That he couldn't have made money off of that? No, uh, not using – and he actually did go by Swiper Boy, so he might have had an opportunity. I'm not 100% sure you – but you can't use your your regular name as uh, the name to sell if it's through music. There was a there was a wrestler Joel Bauman at Minnesota who used his own name, putting songs on iTunes, and was ruled ineligible because he used his regular name. They did tell him if you used um, a cover name that he could do that. Well, that's what I should have done in college. Was used a cover name. I didn't realize you could do that. I'm sorry, I missed out on that. I, I've, I've thought about uh, doing that to try to get ratings to go up on the station. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me just steer you away from Jimbo, though. Okay, let me go way far away from well, that. I, one, get, but... I agree with that. What, there hey. was a guy, if you remember, there was a, a Olympic uh, skier by the name of uh, Jeremy Bloom at Colorado, sure. and he wanted to do endorsements and commercials, and they said, "No, you can't do that." And so there was some big fight about that. But he wanted to play football, but he also wanted to make money on doing the commercials based on his, his uh, scheme. And so you had that issue. Now, how would the NCAA look at that right now? I don't know. I'm not sure if they've, they've been enough for that. So it, it's going to be interesting to see. And, uh, it, and one of the things that one athletic director said was that, okay, yeah, there are a lot of schools out there that can afford to pay their athletes, but there are a lot of them that cannot. So what do you do? Are you going to have greater separation among the powers that be than you already have, which, which is another issue that's been brought up. So. Uh, it's, uh, it is, I think it was Greg Byrne that said, look, this is not a black and white issue. There's a lot of gray in this, and, and there are a lot of obstacles to be overcome. But at least they're taking a look at it, and I'll be curious to see what the, uh, the committee that's studying this comes out with. The conversations continue. You can check out our website and the app with uh, all the audio that uh, Jimmy has been able to gather with conversations he's had with Rick Barnes, Jeremy Pruitt, the Will Wade press conference with something. Uh, Jimmy, anything else to add or to uh, to look for coming up as you continue down there in Destin? We probably got about eight interviews today. The most uh, One of the most recent one was Kelly Harper, so we talked to her about it. We got a reaction from her from Gina Ariema saying that Tennessee was just another team, and she didn't really go there. And I asked her about the rivalry when she was playing. Of course, she – uh, it was a great rivalry, but I asked her about her thoughts of Gino Ariemi when she played because of some of the insults that he threw at Pat Summit. She said, well, that came after my playing days, and she was right about that. But uh, anyway, so we got that. We've got um, several athletic directors that talked. I did visit with Scott Strickland a little bit about Jeffrey Simmons because if you might remember, it was three years ago. He was embroiled in the controversy about Simmons being uh, going to Mississippi State after the, the 
incident with the woman in high school. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was he was happy to see that Simmons did go in the first round. He said he was a model citizen of Mississippi State, and that it, it does send a message that you ought to give somebody a second chance and not judge them strictly on what they did when they were like 17 years old. So, uh, but but that is there, and uh, then I'll send back. But we've got a lot of stuff here, and we'll continue to send things back. Do want to thank the folks at Rick McGill for making the trip possible. Also, flat tire, uh, you flat them, they fix them. I'm hoping not to flat my. Fan while I'm here. Uh, and then uh, uh, QT Athletics, uh, they appreciate the loyalty of the Tennessee fans. Jimmy Himes' coverage continues in Destin all week long with the SEC spring meetings. Jimmy, thanks so much for the time. We really appreciate it and look forward to more coverage. Okay, thanks, guys.